everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm the hands behind Lovecraft Crochet, my plush user for the anxious, depressed, autistic, and neurodivergent. Small enough to travel in a purse, backpack, diaper bag, or even your pocket. You can check out my Facebook page or TikTok to see what patterns are available, and stay tuned for the new ones coming out. I also make hats, scarves, blankets, and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life. Feel free to order through the page, TikTok DMs, or via email at love.craft.crochet at gmail.com. Now, on to the segment. Hello and welcome. I know we were supposed to be back yesterday on January 3rd. However, we picked up this weird cold that's not COVID and not RSV, but we have something. So we were not able to record a show. So what I'm going to do is give a sneak peek to one of the back one of the behind the scenes that is on our Patreon and allow you to see why we have a script. Thank you. Have a wonderful new year and hopefully we'll be back soon. Okay, anyways, here's where this is gonna turn into murder. murder. I'm going to this bonus episode, I'm gonna kill you live on air. Uh-huh. And by live, I mean I need you to record this, so uh, it's going to be a light killing. <laughs> no. Uh, what I was going to say was after whatever the hell all of that was, I think a good bonus talk today would in fact be drugs and drug-related serial killings, obviously. Or rather, the public perception. Like, in like you've heard of Reefer Madness. I don't think you've ever seen it. The the original scare I, tactic I, I, movie, may, not the maybe. not the amazing musical starring um, I want to say uh, Kristen Wiig, who's the chick from The Good Place, or was it Emma Stone? No, no, no. Emma Stone wasn't the chick from The Good Place, but I couldn't remember. I can't remember if it was Emma Stone or Kristen Wiig in the musical. Probably. Alan Cumming plays uh, a lot of people in it. And also Jesus in it. And the song Eat the Brownie sexualizes a, a uh, edible brownie that's amazing. But anyways, stuff like that where you have the, you know, the hate PSAs, the, you know. Luckily in the 80s and 90s it would transfer to the harder stuff that I do actually feel should be regulated a lot. You know what I mean? I agree with the war on drugs on like, this is crack. That was uh, Paul Rubens' uh, as Pee Wee Herman's drug PSA. My personal favorite, though, was Michael Jordan. Just stop. Don't do it. Stop. That was him and McDonald's uh, teaming up to, to tell the kids, stop. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. And the way he does it is like, okay, okay I'm anyway. Stop, but I'll just stop. But part of all of that, you know, I, I get the I get the heroin ones where, you know, this is your heroin boyfriend. This is your heroin, you know. You know, and they were showing, this is your crack baby. This is your meth boyfriend. He's going to beat the shit out of you. This is his friends. They're going to grope you. You know, I understand. I it, It's fear-mongering and all that, but I understand where that's coming from. Yes. However, a big proponent for, like, the early, you know, PSAs and everything was, you smoke the ganj, you kill people. You know what I mean? As though it made you more angry. But do you feel, and we've covered a few killers who did do drugs, you know, and even famously, uh, Dahmer was a heavy drinker. <coughs> if I remember, it was Dahmer or Bundy who did not like doing like hard drugs. 
Like, they were all heavy drinkers. But one of them didn't like doing the drugs because it did. he did not like the feeling of it. I don't know. Similar to me and weed. Well, then the fact that I puke my guts out on it. My therapist. You you can you can you can have it as a second hand a second hand. I can have it second hand, but I think that's because it's so weak. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, because that... even when uh, we used to be in your other office, and you you plus you know yeah. other people were around doing it, I could still be in the room. Yeah. You, you... Without getting, I mean, I could get I get lightheaded and a little dizzy. That, yeah. And nauseous sometimes, depending on what it is, but. Anyways, because one, alcoholism, big thing in the serial killer community. Mm-hmm. You know, the fun part is that a lot of people are going to hear you, the edited version of this, or even not. Maybe you're just going to throw this up there and go, it's a bonus. This is what it's like recording with this motherfucker. This is what it's like, but I'm high, and he's talking a mile a minute, and he's going out there. He's got this plan. I don't know what the plan is, but we're going to follow it. Well, as I've said four times, but haven't gone on to that path yet, it's about the drugs. <laughs> but, like, uh, in a lot of the cases that we've both covered and will cover and just know in general. Yes. <coughs> alcoholism. Is a huge proponent. It is a huge, yeah. It, arguably, some people say, oh, it's self-medicating and everything. Oh, yeah. Got any of them, uh peanut butter wafers left yeah so anyways i don't care if you cut that part but you know alcohol is a big thing some of the people we've covered were also into doing the weed or lsd or stuff like that well they did like psychedelics a lot oh yeah well that's because to be fair like half of the uh, not half but i'm sorry i'm having a nutty buddy right now but like Obviously, like, especially the ones in Sacramento or California during the 60s and 70s, no shit, they were on psychedelics. The Hells Angels made sure everyone had psychedelics back then. That's just true. But, do you think, and this is honestly, again, I've always been pro-weed because I've seen the benefits of it. I'm anti-weed culture. Mostly because I've also lost friends to being dealers and the gang style that happened around that in the you know nineties and two thousands. Right. But do you think that the drugs either assisted or subdued their murderous tendencies? I actually, they were doing just the weed. Yeah. Let, again, this they is were, if they none were, of this is medical. None of this is actually like proven. This is opinion based and they're just doing weed they're not doing any alcohol or anything like that they're just doing weed all right there's my there's my, my conditions gone okay all right in a perfect world it would be eliminating their need to kill because it calms them because it would be calming them down it also depending on what, what, what psychedelic, you know, psychiatric mental illness they have. That's true. That's probably a bigger one to talk about is how 90%, uh, some of the circles like uh, Amy, the, the one we literally just did, Amy Archer Gilligan. Yes. 
She wasn't a serial killer because of a mental illness. No, she, she seemed she to be a serial. Exactly, she was a serial killer of opportunity. Yes, you know, similar to uh, the one person we covered, and then we can argue about well. Clearly, if someone goes, hey, the best idea we can do right now is kill this person, that's a mental illness. That's that's true, but it's not the same sort of mental illness as Jeffrey Dahmer thinking, hey, I should totally eat people and then build a shrine because I want to be Emperor Palpatine from Return of the Jedi. No one ever talks about the fact that he was he was the model Star Wars bro. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe not the model Star Wars bro. But a lot of people go, oh, he watched The Ex. He made his victims watch uh, The Exorcist or The Exorcist 3 or something like that. Before that, he made them watch Return of the Jedi. And that is the best fucking just thing I ever learned in my life. Complete with the reason he had an altar in his room was because he wanted to turn it into his version of the Emperor's... Uh, uh, throne room from Return of the Jedi, complete with. That's why he also wore yellow contacts when he killed sometimes, because he wanted to be the fucking emperor. That's funny. High as and apparently he did all of this not high as a kite, because I could totally see someone who's already a serial killer smoking some ganja going, you know, it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Next no, no, dude, I'm gonna. Here's the thing. It would, if now, if in in this perfect world you got two people who are fighting serial killing roaches, they get stoned, they could talk themselves into doing something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay? I just talked your perfect world into, fuck, maybe weed's not going to be the answer here. Because <laughs> let's be real. That would happen. <laughs> that, that would be the, yo, man, this movie's fucking tight. Hey, you ever just want to, like, put on yellow contacts and eat people? <laughs> no, no, but now that you brought it up. How'd you mention it? I mean, I'm I'm willing to try it if you are. And that, that's why you don't have two two stoner serial killers next to each other. That is it. Because you can, you, you can kind of go through, like, if you're in that, like, just gestalt, or that, that I'm a blobfish state of, you know, you smoked enough weed that you're just sitting there. You can play it all out in your head. And you may, you may just go, wow, that was interesting. I mean... And then, and then you know, the person with you, you'd actually say, that's interesting out loud. They go, what? Which breaks your chain of thought. You go, I, I don't, don't know. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey, with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio.